Welcome to the Intrinsic First Leadership Podcast. I'm Aaron Robbins with Intrinsic First. Thanks for joining us on this journey. Be sure to stick around to the end for some debatably funny jokes that will hopefully leave you with a smile. And don't forget to like and subscribe to stay up to date on our latest episodes. We're here to support you, and we'd love to hear from you. So drop us a comment below or reach out to us directly at info at intrinsicfirst.com. Ready to dive into the world of leadership? Let's get started. So we're here today to talk to you about values. We just finished last week's podcast on disposition. And despite some audio or some audiovisual, some video issues that we had with the cameras overheating and turning off, uh, I'd say it was a pretty good one. And it kind of led us into the topic of values where we were giving an example of a supervisor talking with an employee and the if they go off their disposition where they're uh, introverted and um, risk averse, then, you know, just disposition alone, they're probably not going to provide the type of leadership behaviors that might be needed to provide compassion and, and empathy to really take time to think and understand where they're coming from and help the employee because it's not aligned with their disposition. But of course, we know that that's not the whole story, right? There's another aspect of that's our right. personality, <laughs> which is not just disposition, but our values. So let's, let's jump into that. Okay, and um, I think the way we should start is to begin to think about the origins of the intention or the origin of what um, uh, uh, is driving you at that particular moment in time. And, and I said uh, it, it could be either based on uh, instinct or based on uh, disposition really what we're talking about is the affect the the one or things that people feel um, and are and in as a result of it <clears throat> it's unconscious and it has to be made conscious if you want to change it and so and of course we're we're selling change here we're selling we're selling flexibility we're selling um, uh, a, a, a wide variety of, of behaviors. And of course, the more re- behaviors you have, or the wider the behaviors you have, the more you're going to be able to meet the, what the environment is demanding of you in a particular situation. But not so then, uh, if we just look at values, we uh, realize that it's more rational than it is um, uh, not irrational, not irrational, but irrational. Um, and um, and as a result of it, it, it passes through a, a, a whole appraisal process. You begin to appraise. Well, what do I want to do that? And how logical would that be? And is that in is that in um, in line with what I believe and so forth? So let's talk about the definition of a value. Um, for me, a value a a value one value is a uh, it's an enduring belief that a particular end outcome or means ways to get that outcome are more individually or socially 
preferable than another alternative or another end or mean. An enduring belief, that's important. So really uh, it, it requires a sort of leap of faith, ultimately, where it's, it might be, pr- it might be uh, proof-based or you, we might empirically be able to establish it. But in general, what we're talking about is a belief. Uh, when a push comes to shove, this is what I believe, and I'm not sure exactly how we could defend it one way or the other. It, an enduring belief that a particular end, outcome, um, something you want. I want to be rich. That's a personal income outcome, or uh, um, uh, or a particular end or mean, a way of getting that outcome, is more individually you uh, preferable than a particular end, another end or mean. So that means that you are weighing it against alternatives. And again, that's all what I mean by the appraisal process. You're thinking about it. You're talking about it. And it's part of what you have deliberated or experienced and believe is what right. Does that make sense? Now, it's not just a value of um, right or wrong, although you could value um, things that um, that uh, no one else values within your own yourself, within your own self. So, the first thing I w- want you to hear is values are developed or chosen. Now, so you could have a developed value, um, uh, or I could have a uh, what I would call personal value, or a value which um, it's something I've experienced, or it is something I've just adopted. So we grow up with um, values that we learn from our parents, from from the institutions we belong, like so the schools. Uh, and so forth, and we get these ideas about what is good or best or better or not good, not best, or uh, I, something to be avoid, avoided. So it, it is ultimately a judgment, and it's an appraisal. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I think so. We can, we can get more into the, um, the definitions, program versus develop. I think maybe we talk about some examples. Um, I was going to put one in the in the in the hopper. Go for it. Um, so um, and and then we'll we'll move that out to a value having to do with um, leading. Okay, but let's just start with a an enduring belief that a particular end or mean is more socially or individually preferable. And um, so um, if I let's say there are and not only are there an ends and means, but they are in in some ways. Um, uh, these ends and means are, and as I said, can be developed, or it could be adopted through through your your your, your background or your education or so forth. Um, but there are ends and means um, that um, have to be deliberated in order for them to be defined, or in order for them to be held. Okay, and and of course it's it's. Um, it's where we get into trouble when we start talking about politics, as an example, um, or uh, 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 things that are um, socially uh, politics, religion, and sex. Are, or uh, is the, we're not supposed to talk about any of those, right? No, we're not supposed to. That's right. We're not. We're just supposed to have them. But, <laughs> yeah, right. Not at work. This yeah, is yeah, a recipe. Don't you say it. Don't, don't yeah. say it. Don't say it. it, it um, uh, so. Um, 
if they're developed, that means they've gone through some trials, some 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 experience with the the end or mean, and these ends or mean can be personal, or they can be social or other oriented. So, a personal outcome or a personal means or end for me is I want to be rich. That's personal. It's, it's my, I hold it for me. I don't hold it for anybody else. Uh, and it's an end. I'll, I can determine when I'm <laughs> rich or not. So I want to be rich would be a personal end. Um, I could have a personal means, which is um, I'm going to do it by my own efforts. I'm going to do it by my own efforts. Um or I could have a social end. I want a world at peace. This would be an example of it. And of course, I might do that personally. I might do that. Or I want a, I want a, um, I want a, 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 a good environment. I mean, I want a pure environment, a well-kept environment, a healthy environment. And I'm going to do it through an organization that I that I belong to. Uh, or support a group of people, or a law that would allow me to help it be brought to the attention of other people. So I can have personal ends, and I can have personal means. I can have personal uh, social ends and social means. And so those begin. To, so far, I'm going to give you some examples. Here's one: I want to be healthy. And one, as one of my health, uh, uh, one of the ways of being healthy is I'm not going to smoke. Okay, so that's a personal end. I want to be healthy, and I'm not going to. I'm going to do it by personal means. I'm not going to smoke. Now the question would be: Well, do you believe that you there should be a law passed that prevents anyone from smoking in public government or build uh, public buildings? Now, that'd be interesting because as we start to look at that, we can have conversations with other people who would disagree with that, and we would be then be able to understand the quality or, or the purposes of their values by understanding what they would do to make those values come into being. Mm -hmm. so, um, so if I said to you, Jimmy, do you believe that we should pass a law preventing people to smoke in public buildings uh, and all government public buildings. Oh, I would say yes. You would say yes to that? Yes. So now... That's terrible. I know. You're infringing yeah. on my freedoms. Oh, yes. Oh, as a matter of fact, do you believe <laughs> Do you believe that uh, anyone should be able to buy an automatic weapon that shoots up... Uh, oh, man, you're going yeah, there. Yeah, well, going, I was just yeah, yeah. merely we're trying to show it. you that, that the, there, the, there are... We live by our values or we act on values that we either do support or not support, and don't know where they came from. Right. I mean, when I, I, when I really looked at the, the way I, I learned my values, um, I found that I had to have some experience with it. So sometimes if you do believe that uh, uh, in uh, your uh, woman's right to have uh, an abortion, uh, um, if it was threatening um, their, uh, their livelihood or their life or the baby's life, and so what we're beginning to look at is what, what are the beliefs I carry and how did I get those beliefs and where did they come from and how dear are they? So, so do you think, I think we all go through this. We're like, we're, we're grown up in a certain religion and that's kind of, those are the values that are um, 
you know, taught to us. So we, we live our life that way at an early stage. And maybe at some point, whether it's adolescence or young adulthood, where we start to question, is this the right religion for me? I mean, do we find out that that happens at a certain age? Is, is when you, some, some people don't have that. They just, they just well, first of it. all, the first real values begin to develop uh, around uh, the capacity to, uh, to, to think. To 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 appraise to um, actually um, uh, cognitively understand what the philosophical ideas are behind it. If I was to look at how people acquire them, there's a there's a there's a theory by um, a guy by the name of Lawrence Kohlberg, and Kohlberg said that he went began looking at how when do values begin to develop. And how do they, is there some progression to some of those things? And the answers were yes. So let me give you an example. I'll give you an example of what Kohlberg did. And he began to ask kids, at, uh, uh, children, at the, by the age of six. And then he went out all the way out to 35, you know, and got to see where adults. And the question was this. A man's wife is dying of a very rare disease. And as a result of it, He's got to get the medicine in order to keep her alive. So he goes to the one person he knows, the, 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 the druggist or the uh, uh, person who's selling the drugs, um, and asks him or her, to, uh, could he buy X number of, uh, of, of pills to keep the wife alive? And the, and the pharmacist says, yes, you can. It, it's five, $500 for X number of pills. And the man says, "Well, I don't have five hundred dollars." He said, "Could I, could I uh, work it off for, with you?" "No," said the druggist. Uh, and he said, "Well, could I, could I take a loan on it?" "No." "Well, could I par pay for it partially?" "It's too much for me to." To make a long story short, the druggist says only one thing: five hundred dollars for those pills, or uh, you can't have it. And uh, well, that when the druggist was not wa working, watching what he was doing. Uh, he um, he went up into the back room and the man took the uh, the, the the vial of pills, uh, left what money he had, which was not much, and ran out of the store with it with it to give his wife. The, and uh, Kohlberg said to the six year olds, "Is was he wrong? Was was he wrong?" And the children, most of the children at that age and in that culture, and by the way, this is done uh, over across uh, 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 um, a number of uh, cultures uh, across the world. And, um, and the answer for most of the six-year-olds was if he gets spanked or if he gets punished, he was wrong. So the judgment of the infraction was based on the... Uh, uh, the con consequences it would have for the for the person, and of course they didn't want to be spanked, or the pain would not be a good idea. So, so the first place to, uh, where um, uh, a sort of the, the the moral process begins to emerge is where it it what's the implications for the other for the person who did it, yeah. and um, and then as he went to begin to ask o older children. At ten, what was it? And of course, at this point, kids really don't that uh, really don't really think or weigh things particularly well at y quite yet. They're in the precognitive stage, and uh, 
they asked the same of, of the 10-year-olds, and the 10-year-olds said, um, uh, what does his friend say? And if his friend says it's wrong, then it's... And so that was the second level that he found that was a development. And then the next level was, what did the law say? Um, and then the next level was, um, uh, to, to what extent did this fit with the person's own um, moral, answer? Moral yeah. cognitive, yeah, yeah. And, and experience with it. So there were a series of sort of moral levels that were developed over time. And really, uh, what he had to say was that it, there's, there, there is a, there is a uh, top level which had to do with what would, uh, the, the, the fundamental uh, uh, ideas about lo- uh, life and to what extent they uh, had thought through the, the, the larger questions so they could put it in priorities to what they thought was right or wrong in a given point. Uh, now, the reason why that's important is that there is a, a series of choices people make when uh, not uh, thinking through them without any information about it that often they find themselves doing based upon their age level and development uh, uh, experience with life and so forth and so on. But the, gen- the general American population, no matter what age, comes, tended to go with what does the law say? And if the law says it's wrong, and that's a stale. See, interestingly enough, there were no, there was no examination of what was possible or what could be, uh, would be fair, and 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 what and weighing that. The, so possession is why is possession the true soul um, question of whether that's right or wrong. So, so for for those, that group of, you know. We're talking like young adult or young yeah. kids, right? At that age, I mean, because social justice is like a big thing, right? Is it fair? This this, this concept of fairness is a we call it a value, but that's usually identified at that age, like what's fair, what's not. Well, let's be talking about fair for just a minute. Sure. Um, uh, what do you mean by fair? Um, so that yeah, so that for every individual, that that's a, that's a question they they define. Like so, the one that I see at at ten, eleven year olds is. You know, they're playing a, a game with their friends, and then the friends start changing the rules. That's not fair. <laughs> stop. Okay, stop right there. All right. Most children above the before the age of cognition, mm-hmm. and most kids don't. What's the age? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, what what's the it? age of cognition? Cognition is between ten and twelve. Yeah. Okay. P- begin, Middle they, school. It, yeah, it, and right, they begin. The, they can that right now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they can tell the time. I, I mean, essentially, precognition is. I can't even. If you tell, are we there yet? <laughs> right. Is this con- <laughs> five it, minutes? There? Are we there? <laughs> right. Right. Is it concrete or abstract? Right. Can the, yeah. uh, Prior to that, they don't That's really right. have. It's hard. Abstract thinking That's is very right. difficult for them. That's right. I would argue you know, to take another step. There is like the concept of team. I would argue at anything. Less than ten is is a difficult concept for children because mm-hmm. they're very ego, and mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. so. What's going to happen to me? Mm-hmm. Well, that's mm-hmm. that first prior. So the in- interesting thing is, is that the f- most primary sense of fairness, which is what I right, want to come right. back to, is the issue of reciprocity. If I get it, you get it. Okay. If I don't get it, you don't get it. Okay. If you do that to me, I'm going to do that. I have the right to do. Yes, so for an eye, right. for an eye, that kind of 
that kind of thinking. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's exactly. I, I see that right now. My football so, team. That, I, I never so that's where together. the unfair piece for a kid sure. because exactly. you changed the rules of the game. Now exactly. I'm getting that's something different fair. than yeah. you. There's Correct. not an equal reciprocity. Yes. I never made that connection. Yeah. So, so reciprocity is a fundamental beginning to what is right, mm-hmm. what is fair. But what's, see, fairness for me just, and justice are different. No, I agree with that, but for a child, maybe not, right? So right, it isn't. Right. And, and justice itself is a value, right? You yes, believe that things should exactly be fair right. or just, yeah. or I yeah. don't think that in, in certain or, cases let's, they should be fair. See, just. justice is a larger concept than fairness. Sure, yeah. 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 So yeah. Well, that's important. And we can talk about that a little bit further if you want. I think that's a future podcast where yeah. we talk about yeah. justice as a whole topic. Right? Oh, it is. Huge it is research it, topic. It Different is. types of justice. Yes, exactly right. You got it right on the button. So uh, we're we're already coming over twenty minutes here, so I think maybe we're, we're going to have to make this a, a two part podcast. Uh, so why don't we we'll, we'll break here and we'll pick back up with values again in our next next week's podcast, and we'll we'll keep we'll keep going. Do you know why the um, muddy rat crossed the road twice? Get the button ready. You want crickets or <laughs> why, why, why? Why the why the muddy rat cross the road cross twice? Cross the road twice. Why did the muddy rat cross the road twice? Because Drain. he wanted to be a double dirty double cross, crosser. Dirty double crosser. What kind of values would a rat have that, that he wanted that, to on. be the dirty double crosser? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, no more talking about values. <laughs> well, they, they didn't get nothing. They want, want, want he nothing. Not. He just leave. I mean, the cricket's all right. Goodbye, folks. Don't leave me with these guys. Congrats. You made it to the end of the episode. Thanks for tuning in. We genuinely hope that you found value in our conversation. If you liked it, please click that like button below and subscribe so that you can stay up to date on our current episodes. And if you didn't like it, you can click the dislike button, but make sure you click it twice. We're eager to hear from you, whether it's your thoughts, questions, topic ideas, or if you're interested in our leadership training and consulting support. Leave us a comment below or reach out to us directly at info at intrinsicfirst.com. We're open to any and all feedback. Thanks again for joining us. We look forward to having you back for more insightful leadership discussion. Until next time.